action. I think that activity. I think we're alive. That is beautiful. Yeah. And on that note, we'll just get straight into it. Uh huh. And welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk. Oh. I'm Beans. You bet. And those beautiful harmonics that you heard before you heard mm. me was from uh, JP. JP. There's a good energy in the gym. We're bringing it. Brought to you by Mason Jars, LaCroix, Wood Tables, and the World Series. That's right. We're sponsored by the Fall Classic. We don't sponsor them. They sponsor us. The World Series is just glad to have JP and the Beans. We're in the legit. Corner. Yes, we and are the legit. Wichita State Shockers. Yeah, great. Great. I think, well. I think I'm doing that right. You bet. You bet. How the Shout out to doing? Lily. How the Shockers doing this uh They're on this like a seven-win streak Hello. right now, I think. Hello. So, yeah. Wow. wow. Shout out to number four. There you go. Just tearing it up. Way to go. And I'm sure the Janesville Wildcats are doing work in the, in the high school playoffs. They just typically do. For football or volleyball? I'm saying volleyball. Okay. I'm not going to yeah. say. <laughs> football. I wasn't gonna go there. We should. We should wasn't avoid. Gonna go there. We'll but uh, volleyball, I don't know. Sidestep. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yes. All right. But we'll say yes. anywho, <laughs> that's great. But uh, yes, volleyball. Lily's yeah, doing you come well. here for comics and volleyball. Good for Lily. Yes. Well done for her. She got all Kudos her skills and talents from me, so it makes sense. I'm sure she would say the same yes, thing. Yes, she would. Say yeah, she wouldn't deny that at all. If we brought her yeah. on the microphone, put her on the record. In her senior interview, I'm sure that'll come up. Okay. If okay. she has one, I don't know. Great. I don't know how it works. ESPN uh, will be like, where's maybe we how'd you get so it? good? Maybe we conduct the we interview. Can, we could conduct the interview. We could then control the uh, the narrative, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I can just splice it so it, it sounds, just keeps it more clear. Makes it, sense. It yeah. doesn't allow her uh, the opportunity to say something mistaken, like no, Riley had nothing to do with my development of skills. Yep. And then we just we wouldn't want that. That'd be terribly confusing. Absolutely, makes sense. Mm. Outstanding, love it. Love it. Hey, what should we talk about? Well, did you want to go right into your comic first? You know what? What a great idea. This is going to be a DC Guys, heavy we podcast, have, yo. We have DC content. How about that? We have DC content. You know, some stuff came out on the shows, great. too, and we don't watch any of the shows. You and I, I should don't. bunker down and pick one, I think. think so? Yeah. Which show would you pick? Well, I had one of our viewers recommend Titans. Okay. The live action yes. Titans. Yes, sure. Sure. So... We can try that. I I think no matter what anyone would recommend, I would feel equally neutral. Towards. Fair enough. I heard the Young Justice cartoon is really cool, right? Uh, yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah, that one's okay. a favorite of mine okay. personally. I haven't seen okay. season three, and season four is coming out. Yeah, but uh, I want to. We need to make a pact, okay? <laughs> I have no problem with it, any of these series. By Blood the way, pack, should I go get the knives? But. Yes, you should. <laughs> I want to stay away from the CW verse. That just sounds like too much of a commitment at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like Titans is good because they're their own thing. Sure. Doom Patrol would be fine. I'm sure. Yeah, they those got are their both own HBO thing. shows. You know, I got into I got into Arrow when it first came out on the CW. Um, followed the first season, and then didn't stay committed to it. Um, but. It was, it was a good premise. I thought it was a fairly well-made show, um, enough to keep me intrigued. And let's see, The Flash really enjoyed season one of The Flash. Really mm. enjoyed that. And season two started and just didn't really seem to have the same uh, same level of quality, quite frankly. So 
chose not to stick with it, but season one will always be out there as a, hey, that was a really good season of superhero TV. I think the last DC show I even watched was Gotham, and I didn't finish Ooh, okay. Gotham, okay. which it was kind of cool because you got to see all like the villains start yep. up and see where yep. they came from, and it's a young Jim Gordon. Right. And I love that actor who played Jim Gordon. Sure. But... It's sure. over now. I haven't seen. The, I, I think I got out at like the end of season four, yep. the end of season five. I don't remember. Yep. But okay. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good topic. Titans. I'll keep that one in mind. I'm gonna dig around a little we'll, bit. We'll just we'll yeah. Look into some stuff. Yeah. We'll I'm almost discuss. a little more. I'm almost a little more eager to get into like Young Justice because I know you're a huge fan. I've got a I couple other people that have this. like highly recommended it, and I, I, I think I almost feel more like an animated series. Than a live action, maybe I've been what ifed. Who knows? You know, uh, maybe that has kind of seasoned. As a guy, this as a guy who's obsessed with cartoons, this is good yeah, news to yeah, me. Yeah, okay, that's okay. good news to me. This is unofficially official. I think we're going to get into Young Justice yes. or something like that. So, I what may, a great start! I may sense. have a website. Too. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, DC uh, fandom occurred in the not too distant past. So very fresh content for us to dive into yes yes but it's gonna be fantastic stay thirsty we're gonna get into the comics yeah so we need to jump back on that <laughs> green lantern bandwagon uh took a podcast episode off to really give some time to venom versus carnage there you go so again for those of you catching up or needing a refresher which is fair we're going through the jeff johns run of green lantern fantastic stuff we began with Green Lantern Rebirth, seeing the character of Hal Jordan reintroduced back into the DC Universe after a substantial hiatus, after Hal Jordan has been returned or rebirthed, if you will. The Green Lantern Corps has also slowly and steadily uh, been rebuilt with new recruits coming in, getting trained by none other than our guy Kilowog himself, who we touched on a couple episodes ago. Great guy, that Kilowog. How did you describe him? You had the perfect description for what Kilowog looked like. You know what? I'm not even going to put Riley on the spot. You go back a couple episodes. You fish that out yourselves because it was a fantastic description. I feel like there was Bulldog in there. I, I, I Bulldog say, mixed with something. I, I, I want to say it had something to do with uh, the Mickey Mouse villain, Pete. Oh my gosh, that's what it was. That's straight up what it was. I don't remember what I mixed it with, No, though. no, but that's that's great. Enough of a reference right there. Fantastic on your part. Because his voice is usually about similar to that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> and it's so on point because I have young children that are currently watching Mickey Mouse cartoons. And, and Pete, you're is, like, Pete is in there. Yeah. Pete's and you're there. Like, it's like, you're it's like, Kilowog, you guys. Like, <laughs> like, you refer to him as Pete, but I see Kilowog. <laughs> so as he just beats the right. shit out of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yes. Yes, that'd be a that'd be a tough, you know, that'd tough one to explain to the kids. That'd be a great, great episode. Let me tell you why this is happening, kids. So, anywho, we had rebirth, um, we had no fear, and now we have revenge of the Green Lanterns. Now, time out. What what kind of vengeance are we talking about? Well, the best kind against our hero Hal Jordan. So again, before Hal Jordan. Uh, was killed or disappeared from the DC landscape for a while. He went nuts, was possessed by Parallax, and as a result, attacked, among other people and entities, the Green Lantern Corps, seemingly killing dozens of his fellow Green Lanterns. 
wrecking the green power battery on Oa and tearing down the green lantern core to the bare bones to the point where it just didn't exist anymore outside of a few a uh, few torchbearers, if you will, Kyle Rayner, Guy Gardner, John Stewart. So now this particular collection of stories, uh, its backbone is dealing with a Green Lantern coming to Earth, where Hal Jordan, of course, is hanging out uh, in a spaceship. And it's one of the Green Lanterns that Hal Jordan thought, hey, I killed this guy years ago. But no, he's alive and he's trying to find Hal Jordan to take him down. So it leads Hal Jordan to go, time out. If my guy Tomar is alive, that could mean all the other Green Lanterns are alive. So not to completely spoil the story, but our guy Hal Jordan alongside Guy Gardner go on the hunt for the missing, presumed dead, thank you, Green Lanterns. And they run into your boy Cyborg Superman, always a, uh, well, Tough hang, not a real great guy, you know, half cyborg, half Superman, well, all crazy. I'm about to say, didn't he used to think he was Superman and then found out he's a robot and yeah. kind of went off the off the wire? Yeah, never really been on the uh, on yeah, the level, sense. as it were. Um, but lo and behold, Hal Jordan discovers that indeed his Green Lantern uh, homies are still amongst the living, being held captive by cyborg Superman, who is building up the army of Manhunters. As you may recall from a couple episodes ago, the Manhunters came to Earth, and it's Cyborg Superman that's pulling their strings, directing them, building up this whole host, this whole army of Manhunters. So, Moral Jordan, of the story, don't yes, trust robots. Don't trust them. Just don't do it. Don't trust robots. So Hal Jordan and Guy Gardner, of course, embark on a quest to free the captive Green Lanterns. Excellent story. Uh, mixed in here as well are a couple of outstanding stories of pair-ups with Green Lantern and Green Arrow. whole lot of green as they take on Mongol. This particular story takes place around the same time as The Infinite Crisis, which is one of Jeff John's earlier DC works. Um, good story. Little tricky to get into if you don't know your DC history. There's a lot going on there's nothing, in there. There's nothing more confusing than the DC multiverse. Oh, especially when they go, hey, we're doing a Reboot again. crisis. It's like, New 52 coming at you. And then, oh, guess what? Well, Rebirth. Well, yeah. Um, still a good read. I would still recommend primarily because it introduces one of the characters that we're really going to get to know well comes to Astro Core War, which is Superboy Prime. Okay, Superboy Prime, real quick aside, at the time of this story, Revenge of the Green Lantern, he is being held captive by the Guardians on Oa because in the story, Infinite Crisis, Superboy Prime, essentially a Superboy from a different universe not than a our cool, own. Not a cool Superboy, by the not way. Not a cool one, no. Quickly turns pretty uh, pretty bad pretty fast. Tyrant? tyrant Kills tyrannical? a like a ton of folks not just hurts or maims like just straight up kills like in infinite crisis he is just genocidal oh it's real tough real tough to the point like he even kills the superman from his universe not great and he kills a ton of green lanterns so the green lanterns take it upon themselves to disarm subdue and put him into captivity trouble is 
as all good villains do, they can't be held down forever, which we'll see in Sinestro Core War. All right, so Infinite Crisis, good way to get an idea of who the flip is Superboy Prime. But anyhow, so he's involved a little bit here with the Infinite Crisis storyline. That's where Green Arrow and Green Lantern hang out. Good to see the two of them get together because Green Arrow is one of the few members of the Justice League that when Hal Jordan came back, he was a big part of that rebirth story because he believed in Hal Jordan in spite of the most recent history of Hal Jordan being possessed by Parallax going nuts and blowing up a city. Yeah, not, not really doing a lot of good things. No. So very important relationship to the character of Hal Jordan. Another really unexpected and yet enjoyable partnership is Green Lantern and Batman. Batman. <laughs> Straight up. There's a really awesome scene where Green Lantern has Batman put on the Green Lantern ring. I saw that. Great cool moment. Pretty beautifully drawn. Really cool moment. So some good, really well written uh, building of relationship between those two characters. And frankly, the characters of Green Lantern and Batman have always been just ripe to butt heads because Batman, right, is based on a lot of what his uh, what do I want to say? A lot of his aura, right? A lot of his persona. Can be, can be, but it's based on fear, right? He's instilling fear in his yeah. opponents, in his enemies. Hal Jordan, one of his greatest strengths and assets is he's frankly just not afraid of almost anything. And so he doesn't really respect Batman's approach. Batman, however, also doesn't respect Hal Jordan's approach because, yes, we can say Batman's an arrogant asshole, but... So is Hal. So is Hal. Hal's also an arrogant asshole. So as it turns out... Yeah, there's a lot of clashing there. Two people are very much alike. A lot of natural fight, natural clashing there. So very cool to see them pair up successfully, taking on the tattooed man, and in turn gaining a little bit of respect for one another. Even if they're never going to call each other best buds, they come at the end of that story, and they're certainly in a healthier place in terms of their relationship than they were uh, at the conclusion of Rebirth, where Hal Jordan just (laughs) clocked Batman across the jaw and said... You know, Bruce, I really just don't give a heck about what you think. So, great content for my money out of all of the pre-Sinestro Core War collections. This one's the best. Yeah. A lot of great art. The stories from start to finish are all very strong. Um, the rest of the collections, there's plenty of strong stories in there, but there's usually one that you're going, yeah, What? What was that about? I don't know. I don't know. So a lot of good stuff in here. Revenge of the Green Lanterns. Again, Jeff Johns, his Green Lantern run. Can't recommend it enough. And a real quick aside, while I was, you know, sitting up last night. Oh, I saw that. Paging through this. I got to give a quick shout out to this gem as well. Batman, Dark Victory. So Batman, The Long Halloween, has recently been developed and released as a animated two-part movie. Have I you watched that? I haven't seen it. Have you? No. I heard it's... I, well, I haven't heard anything on it, to be honest with you. Neither have I. I want to watch it. The graphic novel Long Halloween is outstanding. So among other things, it's an origin of Harvey Dent becoming Two-Face. Um, a lot of... You can tell a lot of influence from the Dark Knight movie came from that particular graphic novel, especially in terms of the relationship between Batman, Harvey Dent, and Jim Gordon. So a lot of great stuff in that graphic novel. <coughs> basically this big, just a, just a tragedy, right? It's Harvey Dent becoming Two-Faced. That's not a happy, uh, feel-good story. 
Dark Victory picks up right where The Long Halloween left off. So it's a continuation of that story. And it is just as strong as The Long Halloween. I don't think it gets nearly as much run or recognition as The Long Halloween, which again, is outstanding. So not diminishing that, but Dark Victory is fantastic. One of its strongest aspects is that it is an origin story for your boy Dick Grayson coming into the frame oh, that's as Dick. the first Robin. Yes. I was thinking this is going to be Damien. Yeah. It, there, man, there are some just beautiful panels in this particular graphic novel where when Bruce Wayne first takes Dick Grayson into his home as his wart, so go, go this direction, go the other direction a few, few pages, and it's juxtaposing Alfred listening to Bruce as a young boy, kind of in a flashback mode, right? Bruce talking about shortly after his parents had died, how he felt like he was alone, abandoned, very sad. And it's Dick Grayson walking through Wayne Manor, going through a very similar stage in his life. And it's just, it's really powerful stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. And Alfred rises to the occasion brings Dick Grayson into the fold. And so a lot of, lot of good things to be had in Dark Victory, Long Halloween. So I would say watch the movie. I'm sure the movie, especially considering they turned it into two uh, parts, each about an hour and a half long, I'm sure it's a great adaptation. But if you're looking for a solid graphic novel, Long Halloween was what got me... I don't remember what it was that drew me to it initially, but once I read that, that is for me, where I started reading comics and just eating them up. Now It was outstanding. Heads up on all that stuff. The Long Halloween is like known for its like different artwork. Yes. Like yes. It's, it's going to be different, and it's a little bit of an adjustment, but it works for the story. Secondly, I, have, I don't know enough about The Long Halloween, but the course of the way the last few DC animated movies have been going, it's not going to be an accurate visual right so it will not be right. it will not be oh this is the comic brought to life this is yeah they're gonna do a lot of what was inspired by it yep. but there's probably gonna be a few twists because i know well because i watched the hush movie I actually right. own the hush movie right and that did not end the way the comic book did and i was right. disappointed so just know that that might be different going in and that's the same with the killing joke as oh. well right well, maybe not the ending, but just no. so the Killing Joke. We'll get into this real quick because this really, really <laughs> pissed me off. Okay, we got so, some Taskmaster vibes coming. So Here we go. I watched this movie right. rated R in the theater when it came out. Really? And I was like, oh, rated R, this should be sweet. Like they're gonna no hold yeah. bar. Yeah. Okay. The first thirty minutes were a gigantic waste of time. Yeah. For some reason, they're like, you know what? Let's make this have a romance side. And we're going to have Barbara Gordon and Bruce Wayne just have some fun on a roof. Yeah, that was the first 30 minutes. And then they're like, okay, let's get into the story now. Uh, what? <sighs> so that's my beef with that. And yep. also, yep. the softest R rating I've ever seen for a movie. It should have mm -hmm. been PG-13. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Done with that. Fair. Also, Fair. if you're a fan of the Injustice video games mm -hmm. and the comic books... Mm -hmm. From what I've heard, I haven't seen it yet. Stay away from that movie. I heard that movie is god awful. I, I heard it's terrible. Like not does worth not your time. Do, like they said they divert so much from the comics. It's sure. not even worth it. Sure. And here's here's just a really good rule of thumb, right? 
anytime you've got something that is an adaptation, anything, okay, anything, live action movie adaptation of whether it's a comic, piece of literature, this is just a fresh topic with Dune having recently come out, which, by the way, haven't seen, not going to spoil it here, but I have read the book Dune. If something is adapting some source material, if you want to guarantee that you're going to get something worthwhile, go to the source material. There's a reason it's being adapted into some kind yes. of a film because the source material is tremendous. Sometimes the film can duplicate that success and be just as worthwhile, but it's by no means an every time exchange. It's frankly more rare uh, that it hits the the true spirit of the source material well. So can't recommend Long Halloween, Dark Victory, the graphic novels enough. Maybe watch the movies. Maybe it'll be fine. Um, but to your point with the artwork, so Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale. Tim yeah. Sale is the name of the artist. Very unique it's artistic very different, style. Very I, different. I remember watching oh, a man. while ago the Long Halloween like story get broke down. I'm watching yeah. the artwork. I'm like, this is this is really creepy. It and is. Weird. It is. It fits perfectly. The Joker alone. Whoa. It fits, it fits really well with this particular style of storytelling where it's a darker tone. Um, it's, it is a little creepy. Um, the two of these guys paired up for a number of, number of Marvel kind of one-shot releases. So Daredevil Yellow, Spider-Man Blue, Hulk Gray. Oh, just recently, right? Sometime within the last decade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait, no, no, you talked to me about this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember this now. Great, like, great comics in their own right. But So they're a pretty frequent collaborative pair. Uh, Captain America White was another one. But, yeah, Tim Sale is a – he's got a style of his own. It's not – there are times, and I think this Batman story with Dark Victory and Long Halloween, where it's, it's as tight as it gets – there are times where I've seen his artwork and it's like it's just a little sloppy because it's it's always borderline a little a little sloppy, but anyway, good stuff in here, good stuff in here, yeah. Love love your little plug for for the source material. That's yeah. Right. And then yeah. one more thing that I hit too is yeah, like what I've been doing for movies now. Mm. Okay, new movies, especially for characters I like absolutely love, so like Spider Man or whatever. I have now just and. I basically, for superhero fans, that's how they should look at it, okay? Whatever they're making, Shazam movie, a new animated series, just treat it like a new universe because you're not going to be disappointed as much if they don't follow the exact source material. Because if they make Tim Drake just a a dumb idiot, then you're not going to feel bad. It's going to be a different universe. I mean, you're yeah. still going to be pissed off, but you're going to be less pissed off if you just just get that in your head. Like, okay, this is a different take. Yep. This is a different universe. This yep. is not affecting the main universe. If I really want that material, I'm going to go straight to the comics mm-hmm. and screw this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a, good, that's a good point. I think we've touched on this before, but it's great to come back to and kind of remind ourselves and remind, uh, remind our listeners that Listen, whenever you're seeing whatever it is, live action movie, animated movie, or even reading a comic, like what you are getting is that author or that director or that screenwriter's version of the character, right? So there's that, there's that main highway, if mm-hmm. you will, of, hey, this is the, these are the few tenets that you have to have in order to truly have this character say, hey, I'm telling a Batman story. 
But then there are so many authors that have come into the character of Batman and put their own twist on it. And it doesn't mean you have to embrace all of them, right? There are some that you can read, watch, whatever, and go, eh, that really wasn't my cup of tea. But part of what is so enjoyable about comics is that you have just a myriad of voices that have taken their opportunity to tell a story with that character. And sometimes they absolutely knock it out of the park. And that's where comics, I think, get really enjoyable and really rich is when a new author, new voice comes in, tells a story about that character in a unique way or adds something to that character we haven't seen before that is really worthwhile. Now, there's times where it just doesn't land and it doesn't work. It's too far of a departure, right? Where you're going, okay, wait a minute. This this barely even resembles the character that I know and enjoy. So it doesn't always work. But that is part of what makes comics so unique. Um, so when it hits, it's glorious. When it doesn't, it's disappointing. And there's just, and that's why some like, well, because some heroes and stuff they just need a new voice anyways. Yep. Because they're dull. They're stale. Aquaman, Superman. Yep. Superman is boring, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can do it all. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Struggle a little bit. Yep. Yep. Need more than that. No doubt. Awesome. Hey, that's some great comics content. Let's stay on that DC train, but transition into some straight up live action content, boys oh, and girls. And a lot of it. Wow. I, wow. DC, thank you. We yes. have something to talk about finally. You bet. So DC Fandom, a couple weeks ago, dropped a new trailer for Matt Reeves' The Batman. Set to come out, was it March, I believe, of 2022? So in the yeah. not-too-distant future, as we're recording this on October back. 26th, last I knew it hadn't been moved back, but we're living in a living in a world where things get pushed back on the regular, so hold like on the to those release Marvel dates slate. loosely. Yeah, we'll, we can get into that. Um, let's start there. We'll also get into teases. Didn't have any official trailers. We had some footage for the new Flash movie, for the new Shazam movie the new aquaman movie the new league of super pets movie yep probably not going to talk about that uh oh i thought you i thought you were looking forward to that one okay we'll talk about it (laughs) (laughs) new (laughs) new black adam movie so a lot of uh a lot of exciting topics great to see some fresh uh some fresh life in the DC Cinematic Universe. So let, let's start with the meat and taters, all right, as we're about a month out from Thanksgiving season, which it must be Thank stated. God. Listen, Thanksgiving, grandest holiday there is. I'll fight anyone who disagrees. I agree says, with you entirely. No, absolutely. It's the, be- it's, it's the best. It's the best. The, the only one that contends with it is Christmas. Christmas is a close second, but Thanksgiving, it's so pure. It's, listen, we're getting together. We're going to eat, and then we're going to nap. We're going to wake up and we're going to eat again. And don't forget about football. And there's football on all day. It's, it is a glorious it's day. It's perfect. It's perfect. So love that that's coming down the pike. So with that Thanksgiving turkey, mashed potatoes, and stuffing, you're a big stuffing guy I'm a huge in mind. Stuffing guy. Let's get into the stuffing of the Batman trailer. All right? The what do you think? Solid two minutes plus of largely fresh new footage. What would you think, Riles? I think the Riddler's gonna be a good villain. Woo. I gotta, 
man, I gotta remember what happened in that trailer. Well, That's what I have to remember. Riddler, I mean, they're treating him a lot right now from a marketing perspective, as I recall that they treated the Joker in The Dark Knight, where you just didn't see a lot of the Joker, at least in the initial trailers. My guess is we'll see more of the Riddler in whatever final trailer they release before uh, the movie comes out in March, but boy, they're showing so little of of the Riddler. We're hearing a little bit from our guy, Paul Dano. Great choice, like total, the guy is perfect at playing creepy people, and this version of the Riddler looks thoroughly creepy. Uh, they, they didn't even show his face. I mean, we're just seeing it's some the side weird, profiles. It's, it's, it's the weird bandage wraps. Or the bag over his head. Very, very different. Like, where, uh, where's the hat and the cane? I don't. I, 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 don't, I don't think we're getting that. I don't think we're getting the. Oh, you don't think we're getting Joker. that? No. Ah, oh, that's such a shame. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, what uh, I will say. Batman Forever will be out there. You know, Val Kilmer, Jim Carrey, Colin Fer- Farrell, Colin Farrell. Yes. His Penguin, I think, will be really good. That might be <laughs> up there gosh. as the best adaption. Great call. Yeah, <laughs> like the whole thing, and it looks like it's it doesn't gonna... look like Colin Farrell. No, it doesn't. At it all. doesn't look like Colin Farrell at all. And uh, I, I think watching him and uh, Carmine Falcone fight it out sure. in the gang wars will be really interesting, yeah. and it'll be fun to see how the Riddler plays in. Yep. But uh, and then I mean, Catwoman looked good too, obviously. Yeah, I, I am. I'm super intrigued by this movie. The what do I want to say? Uh, boy, th- this most recent trailer just really cut loose with the anger of Batman. Like, this is not a, as it was portrayed in this trailer, a very... Mentally stable. In control version of Bruce Wayne or Batman. Like, he just comes across as pissed, and you give him something to hit, he's just going to say, thank you, I would love to, and just smoke it. Um... So yeah, seems like a, a very angry, excuse me, a very angry young man. Uh, <laughs> I, I, the, this, the end of the trailer where he crashes Penguin's car, flips it over, and he's just strutting towards the Penguin's overturned vehicle. So badass. Woo! So bad. Also, the whole clip... Ooh. That's why I had to like rewatch some images. But that whole other clip where he's just getting machine gunned into the suit wow. and doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything to him and just smash them both. Not even bothering to dodge, right? Like, oh yeah, he doesn't care. He's there's no there's no need for it to be meticulous. Here. Just straight up bull in the china I, shop right now. I'm actually really really hyped about this movie. Yeah, I uh, like. Uh, Here's where I'm at with it, right? I I cherish. Absolutely cherish the Dark Knight trilogy with Christian Bale as Batman. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite trilogies of all time. Um, so here's how it goes for me, right? Lord of the Rings trilogy, number one. Dark Knight trilogy, number two. Okay. All right. So I don't think this movie is going to impact that, right? What I'm excited for with this movie is what we just touched on with, hey, different authors, different writers... Uh, screenwriters, different directors coming into characters telling their version of a character's story. I'm excited for that with this movie, that this is going to be another version of Batman. So it's not trying, I don't think it's trying to be like, hey, 
this is the definitive, this is that highway right down the middle Batman. It's like this is a this is an offshoot off that highway. Here's another version of who Batman could be. And I'm very excited for it in that context. I think what makes me the most excited is it feels like they're really taking the time to build this world okay. for Batman yep. and like the play box. Mm. And and they picked such a young guy to play Batman. I mm. honestly think mm-hmm. this might be the best chance we have at watching Batman grow and then watching the Bat family actually have That's great. an effect, you yes. know? And I think yes. because obviously somebody's going to get set up as the next villain for the next movie. I don't know who sure. or where, you know, a lot of time like a lot for this first like the first trailer when that dropped, a lot of people were thinking the court of the out Ow- the court of owls are going to come in and play sure. in this movie, which would be another great like uh, villain to touch on because right. or villain group I guess right. to say. But um, shout out to Scott Snyder by the way, well done at creating just an iconic, modern, fresh villain for Batman to deal with. Oh yeah, that's hard. Like, that's a hard character who already has, like, the most robust rogues gallery in all of comics to go, you know what? I'm not going to take any of the, the roads well-traveled. I'm creating my own path. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But, and, like, yeah, like I'm saying, like, this, sure. I think this just has the biggest potential because I don't think Pattinson's going to be like, I don't want a Robin, you know? I think gotcha. I think we have gotcha. that potential to, to really build, and maybe we have... Sure. Dick Grayson, or maybe they just go straight to Nightwing, and I'm okay with that too. Sure, I don't, I don't need a Dick Grayson Robin on the screen. I gotcha. I'd rather have a, I re- honestly rather have a Damian Wayne, mm. mm-hmm. or a, or a Tim Drake for a little bit, and then a Damian Wayne. There you go. Love, love that perspective. That, that's outstanding, outstanding to consider. This is, um, this is a very young version of Batman that, at least how it's being portrayed. I think in hindsight, like the Dark Knight trilogy, it's like man, Batman got old pretty fast, right? Like his career was yeah. quick. And as a quick aside, I didn't mind that. Like I, I feel like that fit well with that world of, hey, we're trying to fit Batman into our world as if Batman could exist. Here's what it would look like. Yeah. Probably true that he's not going to be the Batman for two decades or indefinitely, it's like there's going to be a definitive start and a definitive end. It's going to finish in that about eight to nine year block. Okay, fair enough. That's great. That's that version, right? This version of Batman, I would love to see him hang around for a while. Would love to see young Batman, as you're saying, grow with the Bat family, have that expand because that has been probably the most enjoyable aspect of the Batman character over the last... 10 years, like ever since the new 52 breathed some really, I think, fresh life into that character, the Bat family um, had an opportunity to take on a more significant role in the Batman world. And we were all, as the readers, better off for it. Like, it was great. I mean, you get to watch, what's so great about it is you get to watch this character that for the longest time was known for being like, I work alone. Yep. All this stuff, and you watch him pretty much adopt every orphan mm-hmm. in in the city of Gotham, train them up Feels that way. to be like high powered vigilantes, and then runs the city. Mm-hmm. But it also opens up this opportunity to see like, okay, you have your. I know they're doing a Batgirl movie, but ugh, but 
it has this opportunity to be like, okay, here's Red Hood. Hmm. Here's him running around as the outlaws. Sure. We'll have Robert Pattinson's Batman pop in for 20 minutes total in the movie, just so his influence is still there. And, you know, he's still operating, and they have that relationship. It's just... It opens... Because you need Batman for those characters. You do. You need Batman for Dick Grayson. Yeah. You need Batman yep. for... You need Batman for Batgirl. Yeah. And all... Yeah. So yep. I'm very... I'm very excited. I think there has a lot of potential. And I also think... Because... And this will take us into the next movie. But I also think with the new Flash coming out, I know they said that their main goal is to fix the universe with that movie. Right. I would not be surprised if this is the way they have a send-off for Michael Keaton's Batman and a send-off for Ben Affleck's Batman because I know mm. Ben Affleck's Batman's in it. Right. And I think after the the reboot, boom, I think they will just establish Christian Bale as a Batman. That's a bold, bold Christian Bale guess. or Robert Pattinson? Or not, sorry. Yeah. Robert Pattinson. Okay. I thought I knew They will that. establish Robert Pattinson <laughs> as their Batman. Old Freudian slip. Because I think, I don't, I don't think, I think it's really stupid if they're going to keep Ben Affleck around as that Batman for that mm. universe and not use him. Because I'm pretty sure he's done, isn't he? After this one. Why, why would he not be? My, exactly. I can't think of a compelling point. reason for him to, to stick around. I mean, that's its own topic, right? How... They said yeah, Robert. We'll, they, we'll get into that a little bit. I, I I gotta keep. I gotta stay focused on this Batman movie. Because um, they said uh, before they, we get too far into the universe piece. Because there's a couple other positives. You mentioned Colin Farrell's The Penguin looked outstanding. Um, Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman. It's a very uh, it's a very not comic book look for Catwoman. Um, yet. Yet. Yep. But we already get to yep. see that romance starting to form. And I think sure. we're going to have that throughout all the Batman movies too, which yep. is something that was missed. Yep. Love the casting of Jeffrey Wright and Jim Gordon. That's outstanding. It'll be interesting to see if they have a young Barbara Gordon. Sure. Yep. Um, love, love, love Andy Serkis as Alfred. I do too. That's great. That's a really cool oh, one. Oh, that's great. That's not something that I knew I wanted until it happened, yeah. to yeah. be honest with you. So and he definitely can bring that badass vibe to Alfred too, where he's like, yeah. you know what? I'm not afraid to use a gun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited. I enjoy I enjoy Batman so much in this this kind of category of story where he is fighting against the street level villains. Right? There's not villains that he's going up against with superpowers like that. That's where Batman I think is just most enjoyable, where it's as much about his wits. And his abilities as a detective, as it is his brawn, right? I mean, that's that's part of where the character of Batman is so fascinating. Is it's not just that he's bigger and stronger; it's that he outsmarts these guys. He outsmarts the villains. That's that's part of what was great about Scott Snyder's run on Batman. Is yeah, there was plenty of uh, cosmic conflict, but the best part of his run, which is I think one of the best, if not the best, Batman run was it's grounded in he has to win these mental battles against the Joker, the Riddler, the Court of Owls, so many adversaries, and that seems to be where we're headed with this version of the Batman character. It's keeping us grounded, right? which is not where Ben Affleck's Batman lived. Not his fault. Not Ben Affleck's fault. Okay, that's our boy Zack Snyder. We won't go too far down that path today. But I, I'm, So I'm not trying to 
get us down there, but I'm trying to say I'm excited about that for this movie. Well, Seems like we're living in a really good I, pocket. I think that's what they said they wanted to drive the point home. They wanted to be like, this is a detective movie. Yep. You're going to watch him yep. be the world's greatest detective, which I'm Great. super duper excited Great. about. I mean, we're, it. And it looks like even while he's being a detective, he's going to beat the shit out of some people. Oof, so. so, plus. Wow. This might be the most violent Batman we've Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I mean, I remember yeah. Christian Bale beating up people, but this, this Batman is brutal. <laughs> I'm there's, so excited. There's that, yeah, there's that clip in the trailer where he is just getting <laughs> after a dude and Catwoman, like it shows her face for a minute looking, like just looking on going like, whoa, whoa, little far here, bud. Like that's kind of the vibe of, hey, hey, pause. Friend to friend, pause. He he's down. You got him. I love violence. Woo! You do, you do. You really do. So I'm so excited. Kudos to the trailer. I think it accomplished what you know what any good marketing campaign for a movie wants to, which is inject some legit enthusiasm for that movie. The first trailer um, was fine, but it was a good it teaser. Did, it was a teaser. It showed the design and it was hard just based on the first trailer to really get that enthusiastic i think about this movie yeah. because the style uh seems so scaled back um so early years which can work but i remember watching that first teaser that first trailer going feels like they went a little too far with the hey we're trying to strip it down and bring it to the street level this this brought a little more confidence. They showed us more, and now that we've seen more, it didn't change that perspective of the street level, but I think it helped enhance the the value and the merit of what they're trying to accomplish. And, it looks yeah. it looks great. Like we're getting like just from that trailer, you're like, okay, who's the Riddler? Like mm. that's the whole thing yeah. we're going into, and why is he doing what he's doing? Why yeah. is he orchestrating a gang war? I'm assuming that's what he's doing. Well, and even like Robert Pattinson, not who I would have assumed at all. As far as who are we casting as the next Bruce Wayne? Like the whole Batman thing, you can stick just about anybody in a Batman suit. But that portrayal of Bruce Wayne is such a critical aspect of those movies. Part of what Christian Bale did so phenomenally well. So Ooh. I am... Uh, be my heart is open to Mr. Bob Pattinson. Go ahead and take take my Batman heart, Bob. Let's see what you got, baby. I, I think only his close friends are allowed to call him Bob. This is where I tell you that Bob and I are close. Old Bobby P. Close. Old Bobby P. Old Bobby, Old Bobby P. So, no, I, I am looking forward to it. I think they got a killer Alfred, which that was such a fun aspect of... It's such a great part of any good Batman comic. When Batman's got a good Alfred at his side. Good Alfred banter. Yes. It's outstanding. And I think we're going to get a really robust batch of banter from Bobby P., and, and Andy Serkis. And Andy Serkis. I'm very, yes. I'm very excited for... I think those are the two characters that I'm most excited to see interact with one another. Really? You bet. You bet. Love me some Batman and Alfred. So very excited. Very and, excited for And that. we're getting a Gotham PD show oh, in, set right. in this universe afterwards. Oh, man. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. But well... I'm very curious. I'm in. I'm in. So very excited. Great... Great content, well done, Mr. Matt Reeves. Looks good, man. Let's let's hope that uh, here in about 
four to five months when we when we reach that March 2022 date that uh, we're just as excited. I will fresh out of be the wearing a diaper just in case. Wise. Way to be proactive. Because I think I'm going to shit myself. Exactly. No, I understood. From excitement. Right. From excitement. From the thrill. That's great. That's great. So let's, you teased it a little bit. Let's, let's hit on that little flash piece, right? Because yeah. Flash, now to clarify, none of the remaining mm. movies, Flash, Aquaman, Shazam, The Fury of the Gods, which is the sh- uh, sequel to the Shazam movie, and then Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. None of these four films did we get a legit, true trailer. teaser trailer. Yeah. Um, and I, I can have, we can have some gripes with that. It's like, okay, DC, you've got your own event. How are you not prepared at this point, for at least a couple of these movies to have well, teaser trailers. They went one for five. Yeah, we're in post-production, but we don't have a trailer for you yet. <laughs> what? That was for every single one of them. All of them. They're like, and the only reason they got away with the Batman is because that's been in post-production for over, like six months. Jeepers, kid. You know See, what I mean? Yep. Yep. No doubt. I'm trying to think of like what that felt like. That felt like... It... Honestly. Underwhelming. It felt like it felt like getting the Lego Death Star for Christmas, but only getting the first ten pieces. Ouch! You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a full product out there, and we know it's going to be good. But mm-hmm. uh, you're like, I only got some of the stuff, guys. Here, Where's here is the satellite. You can build that, and then you have to wait for the rest of the. the it's like the being given a Lego set, but then just been giving the instructions. Like, none of the pieces. That's actually more fair. Right? right? It's better. No, you, you got me started. I feel like I just had to take it to the finish line. Like, you're giving the instructions. You're like, so can I build it? Like, where are the pieces? <laughs> you're like, oh, you can't see that yet. Awesome. It's not ready. Awesome. They're not, it's not right. done being built uh, yet. We got the set. We just don't have the pieces for you. The plastic hasn't fully dried. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So, so anyway, that, that gripe aside, I'm... what we did get to see, okay, good content for us to discuss what were your initial thoughts on what we saw the, from the Flash teaser? Michael Keaton voiceover got me excited. That's great. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, Don't ever lie to me. I haven't seen the Justice League movie, but I am not excited for Ezra Miller at all as the Flash. Have you still not seen like any of the Justice League movie? <laughs> like the original or the Zack Snyder? No. Okay. I have not. Okay. So This is where the podcast ends. But I just... I see him come on there, and maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just not a big Ezra Miller fan in general. I haven't seen what he's in outside of the Flash, but like I'm just yeah, nor I. I'm not like enthused. And they also showed like instead of having the reverse Flash, it looks like they have a different timeline version of Ezra Miller's Flash. Yep. Which I'm like, why? There's and the reverse Flash has to show up in there sometime. It. They okay. Pardon my French, but they fucking better put the reverse Flash in there. It's a, it's the damn Flashpoint movie. That's the whole thing. <laughs> right. Like. Right. And you're gonna give me. They're gonna give us some battered and broken other version of Barry Allen, and that's gonna be our reverse Flash, and then I'm gonna be disappointed again. What I'm hearing is that you're skeptical. I'm very skeptical. <laughs> the only good. <laughs> and you know what? I can't. I'm not as hyped about Michael Keaton because. I can't remember. I don't even know if I've seen the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. So that's I can't. Fair. And I know he was like a good Batman from mm-hmm. what I've heard. But yeah. like, 
Yeah. I I don't have that background for him. So I might totally go fair. I might go back and watch those is it two movies? Two movies. I yeah. might go back and watch those two movies yep. and see how he did, but just Batman and then Batman Returns. Because yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, the next like Batman thing I wanna see Michael Keaton do is a Batman Beyond movie and just have him be an old Bruce Wayne. And they bring in like a absolutely like a, like a young gun for uh, yep. Terry McGinnis. Yep. That's what I would like to see him in. And then you bring like a live action, uh, you you bring in a live action Mark Hamill as the Joker, Ooh. an old Joker. Ooh, that's a movie with that I can get behind. Like we're headed with this, but love it. Batman Beyond's a great concept, but I can't I can't take credit for that full idea. But my point is, like, I would have rather seen that yep. than like, because now I'm trying to think how. I mean, we have a Batman that's 70 years old and still running around as Batman, and yet we had freaking Christian Bale's die or not die. It depends on how you interpret the ending. But retired. Like, retired. Yep. yep. But it's just. I don't think he's 70 years old. I think, so we didn't see a lot, right? So we don't have, all that we have that we can really take away from the story, largely based off of the voiceover work from Michael Keaton, whose version of Batman is talking to Barry Allen, is we know that this Flash has the ability and is somewhat well-practiced at jumping from one universe to another. Which again, how do you just practice that in his we don't free know. time? Yep. Is we, the cosmic treadmill real? We don't know. That'd we'll, be cool. We'll see. We'll see. But we see multiple versions, I think three altogether, of Barry in this little teaser. Oh, it was three. Mm-hmm. One of them. I, I think it was three altogether. One of them is evil. The other one will die and the main one will live. <laughs> Spoilers, man. Spoilers. That's not, I'm just telling you right now. I know. You can call it. So I think, he, now. I think he jumps into. The universe of Michael Keaton's Batman. I, I don't know where... Time-wise it would be. Right. You think they're going to de-age him? Could. They could. The technology's there. They could do that effectively. Um, do I think that's really dire- the direction they're going to go? No. And no, not necessarily. But I don't think... Like, Michael Keaton... Kudos to you, Mr. Keaton. He's aged well enough... Oh, I agree. ...that you put him on the screen, you're not looking... Oh, a seven-year-old dude, right? Like he, you could. Batman has a cane. You could convince us that Michael Keaton is in his late forties. All right, we can get on board with that. Alfred, where's the Batwalker? <laughs> it's over here, sir. You know, he's and he's like, he's got a powered he, wheelchair, and he's yelling at nobody because Alfred's dead at this point. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> Sad ending. Sad ending. But uh, so so we don't know where where those two characters are intersecting or frankly why right nice. now here here's my here's my concern the source material they're basing this off of I'm not a big fan of the Flashpoint story really really I now this may well, be a case it? of hype not meeting expectation okay okay uh, or hype not meeting reality. I remember hearing a lot of people losing their minds with a Flashpoint story, and then I read it and thought, really? We made a big, like a huge deal out of this? It, it's fine. I think part of why it got so hyped is that it kicked off the new 52. Yeah. But I'm not convinced that on its own merits, as its own story, 
It's not one of my personal favorites. It's fine. Read it, own it. So it's good. I just don't think it is all-time great story and material. I, th- I think a lot of it's to do with why it did so well is the concepts it brought in. Mm-hmm. We get to see a Thomas Wayne be Batman because instead Bruce was the only one that got shot. And I think that might be my main issue with this being a Flashpoint movie yep. is that they are going totally off the rails with this and they aren't following it. Like, I feel like it's a missed And you would want them to follow it. Yeah, because I feel like okay. it's a... I feel like it... Yeah. Well, to a degree. Like, I would love to see Thomas Wayne Batman. Yep. Uh, the guy, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, is the guy yep. who played... Uh, yep. Thomas I thought, Wayne, yep. And he wanted to play Thomas Wayne, so you had, an easy, that. You had yep. an easy in for that. Yep. I would have liked to see that dynamic between him and his Martha being the Joker. Yep. I, w- I would have liked to see... Well, I would have liked to see Reverse Flash. Hopefully we do get Reverse Flash. I think Flash. we'll get there. I think we'll get there. I hope so. Mm-hmm. But I also... They have two great actors right now playing Wonder Woman and Aquaman. And they're not going to touch on the war that goes on. I Like, that's phenomenal. Can you imagine a, like right. a, both right. of them being like... They're almost like tyrants, but... Pretty much like Wonder Woman holding the head of Mara and then just one shot. It's pretty then, heavy. Because, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of why Flashpoint hits so hard is because he just goes back to save his mom. Right. And then when he comes back, he comes to a... The unintended consequences yeah. are huge. He deals huge. with those consequences and yeah. then has to go back and then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so that's where it... Much smaller scale. Like if they're really going to... They really... Gosh, they really That's shouldn't. With the title of the movie, they really shouldn't. Uh, what, what am I trying to say? Marketing-wise, they should get as far away as they can from the Flashpoint comic. I, I just don't see how it benefits them. Because you're absolutely right. That is a big piece of the Flashpoint comic. Is It's huge in scale. It's not just localized to the Flash. The point is his localized action has global consequences yeah. and i don't think they can effectively do that with this movie so don't even but don't even say hey we're basing it off a of flashpoint like okay. just then just d- call it the flash movie then don't call it flashpoint i agree right. don't call it flashpoint right. at all because in that sense like i think the only reason it is called flashpoint is because this is their reboot flashpoint for the comics was their reboot right I don't think they're calling it the Flashpoint officially. I think it's just the Flash. I right thought now. they did call it Flashpoint. I think it's just the Flash right now. I want you to Google that. Dude, I'll Google it. I, I want you to Google it. Because if they do call it Flash, because I thought they were calling it the Flashpoint movie. Flash, Flashpoint. I thought that's what they were calling it. Well, we go ahead and go to the table. Because if they're not calling it the Flashpoint, the last 10 minutes of me talking was pointless. But I thought they were calling it Flashpoint. Currently just listed as The Flash. Okay. Do me a favor, DC. Do not call it The Flashpoint. Because from what I understood, they were basing it off The Flashpoint. And they were getting The Flashpoint buried. Like, that's what they were going for. So, for me, please, for the love of God, do not call it The Flashpoint movie. (laughs) I really don't. you do have Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton as... Uh, credited cast members. A gal be... cast as Supergirl. Yeah, and that's another who, thing. The that actor I'm who like played not uh, hyped about Aquaman's dad, Tom Curry. He's listed as a cast member, so that's fascinating. 
So we might see, we might see a little Aquaman in there. We might see a little Aquaman. Oh, kind of like we saw Aquaman in um, Batman versus Superman. The same way. Okay. <laughs> Is that how we're gonna see Aquaman? Because then it's not worth it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll wait too much time to pass judgment between now and uh, you know what? now in the Flash movie and I mean currently listed as expected November fourth, twenty twenty two. So we're a solid year at out. Least yeah, at least one I year just, away. Uh, so I'm. This is what I would. I'm optimistic. Seen. Listen, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to do for you. You need to watch the Zack Snyder cut. Of the Justice League. I'm still not going to like it. Give Ezra Miller. You can't say it. <laughs> Dude, Give I, Ezra Miller I a hated, shot. I, did, I hated Batman versus Superman so much. Okay. Okay. But anyways. Anyway. I, I would have rather, honestly, for the first Flash movie, stay, stay the first Flash movie, like, ever, maybe, live action uh, to this scale. I wish That's they, what this is. I know. I wish yeah. they would have stayed away from Batman and we would have just got a Flash solo movie. Introduced the rogues. There's a lot of great rogues That's, in the Flash's world. Well, I'm just I'm just saying that whole group with Mirror Master and yep. Yep. Captain Cold and Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Mm-hmm. There's two captains on there already. I mean, that's a good sign. <laughs> so... More captains, the better. Do, do you think they argue about who's in charge since they're both captains? Who's got the higher rank? Yeah. Also, do you think yes. when they play sports together that they are automatically the two captains? Gotta be. You you have it's to. Gotta be. It's in they're the always picking the other teams. It's gotta be so annoying to play with those guys. Oh my god! Right. But my point, Richards. Is, like, that's. I don't know. Right. So you're skeptical at this point. I'm a little more. Compared to you, a lot more optimistic. I I think Ezra Miller is a good fit. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with that movie. Um, It could be a could be a hot mess, right? If they're going to make it too much about, hey, we're trying to fix what came before, it it could just get ugly. It just feels like they're using Batman because they don't fully believe in the project. Okay. Like they're using Batman as the saving grace. They'll be like, okay, this movie's going to be okay, but you know what? Time will tell, man. Date stamp it. We're, we'll give you we're a year Keaton. away. We can come back to this a year from now. And then I'll say I was wrong or right. Right. This, this is part of why we do what we do. It will be I told you so. Love it. Okay. Let's keep pressing on. Shazam Fury of the Gods. That one I am excited. Oh, I am excited about that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. For what some you, reason, I like. Tell me more. What are you excited? Out. What are you excited I went for? Black Adam for a second. Black Adam. Well, Shazam. Okay, I'm excited, and then I'm also curious. Yes. Okay. Great. Great spot to be. Shazam. At the end of the first one, they huh? kind of set up for the next villain to be that weird caterpillar dude, which Mister Mind. Which, by the way, <laughs> that's so gross. Just shivers like, every time. Look, look up his picture on the internet while we talk about this. Because I'm going to do it, and you it's going it. to creep me out. I don't want to. Because bug people... I don't people, want that on my phone. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, off topic, bug people are, like, f- top fear. Like... Top fear? Top fear. Like, um, for instance... You're like, talking about, like, life-size bugs when you no, say bug no, people? Like, no, like, um, for instance... So, my actual biggest fear is parasites. So, it falls okay. in line with this. So, a very good example of this is the main villain from men in black the first one yes. the bug person who takes yes. over that guy yes. and when he pop no i don't do that stuck with you i, I don't do that it freaks yeah. me out yeah okay so i'm gonna look bug up people mr mind mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know it's a very obscure fear but but i think where you're going with that is we didn't see any of mr mind 
correct during this and it doesn't and it book. doesn't look like they're going to use him yeah he's a creepy creepy dude ugh 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 no, I'm not, done he's okay. not the best I'm done he's not the best so <laughs> throw the photo away I'm done uh, <laughs> but it looks like they're going for the more of the uh, the Greek god route which I love because yeah. that's that's a big part of Shazam, so I'm excited to see where they're gonna go with this because they uh, showed like the artwork for them going to the realm of the gods, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I guess I don't know I don't know enough about the two villains, the two women. I don't know enough Same. about them, Same. so that'll be like a fun new like thing, like huh? Because they went into yeah. the seven deadly sins in the first one, so it's gonna be really cool to see like which is just a foundational Shazam. Cool. We, uh, deal. We get to learn more about his powers, I think. Exactly. And I I mean, I could care less about the rest of the kids, to be honest with you. Like, wow, that's harsh. <laughs> that's but super harsh. I, well, Sorry, kids. Because for me, I want to focus on Zachary Levi. Okay. So the other ones, it's just kind of like, eh, you're there. I'm like, excited was, for the Shazam family. Like, it was a cool, like, I guess I don't know how big of an impact they have on, in the comics, but maybe it's just me. I like yeah, not not very. I think from from what I've read of Shazam in the comics, the Shazam family is pretty limited. It's usually Mary yeah. and uh, and Freddie. So Mary Marvel and Freddie, I have Freddie Freeman in my mind. Is that actually right, or is that just I, the Atlanta Braves know. first baseman? I don't know. It's definitely the Atlanta Braves first. Well, because I uh, I liked them in the first movie. Yeah. But for me, it was more like the power of family, and then mm-hmm. you know numbers. Mm-hmm. They needed the numbers. Sure. So. Sure. I mean, I'm sure it will work out great in the second movie. I'm not too worried about it, but yeah. I really enjoyed the relationship in the first. Movie I do with too. Billy and with Freddie, um, and the rest. Excuse me, it was the two of them primarily, but then uh, the other members of their of their family start getting. Uh, yeah, it is pretty cool. Involved, so I, I'm all for seeing more of that um, in the appropriate dose. Because you're right. It can be it's too about much. Shazam. It can be too much. It absolutely can be. Because I, so, I didn't go in there to watch a Power Rangers movie, okay? I watched that movie, and I loved it. How dare you say you didn't go to see a Power Rangers movie? No, I just said I went to saw... No, I don't want to go see this as a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> I saw the live-action Power Rangers movie, and I loved it. it I liked it a lot. I, 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 didn't get, I, I did not it. get I didn't enough even love. See it. I didn't even see it. It was actually not bad. That's great. That's great. So, anyway, uh, not, a, not a lot that was known other than, like you said, I think it's fun that they're leaning into the, the magic side of it with the gods. That's great. Keep expanding on that. Um, and there's a lot of... I feel like the Shazam power set, there's a lot of undefined limits to what his powers could be. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, I think he could take on Superman. Cause just, well, think? he can. He can take right. on Superman, but he should have an edge almost because he's got magic. Right. Speaking of edge and magic, there's our guy Black Adam showing up. Dwayne Johnson oh, dropping going, his teaser. We're going right into the I next think one. Was, I think it was a natural transition um, opportunity. No, it was great. Yeah, yeah I appreciate you. it. Thank you. Yeah, but, I uh, good about it. Just, by the way, we did actually get a little bit. We actually did get footage of that one, though. Yes. We did get. Yep. It, it looked like it was like the first, well, maybe not the first minute, but it looked like it was three minutes into the movie. Yeah. They find where Black Roughly Adam is. Roughly a minute worth yeah. of footage. And he just comes in and Lays disintegrates waste. a dude oh immediately. Oh my. So it looked that oh looks really good, and the hood, mm-hmm. like hiding the costume, that's actually really like makes you want to see more. But um, there are a few individuals as physically imposing, yeah, as, as the Rock. <laughs> oh my! 
I am. Wow. So what a great like what a great casting choice for a villain. Oh yeah. That's and he's great. wanted to play this for years, so I think it will be good just because of his dedication to it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm most excited for on the entire movie is the rest of the cast. Mm. We get yep. a Doctor Fate with Pierce Brosnan, like by the way, which fantastic casting choice. Yeah. I'm super. I'm. That's what pisses me off the most. I think. I didn't. We didn't see like a clip of him sure. in the suit. Sure. That's gonna be so badass. And then we're gonna have Hawkman, yep. Adam Smasher, yep. and Cyclone. Cyclone, which, which truly, like, I, I, I don't, don't care know about Adam about Smasher or Cyclone. Adam but Smasher. I've read some comics with Adam Smasher in it, playing with Hawkman, of course. But Hawkman's a cool one. Ooh, Hawkman yeah. could be a badass. Yeah. And I, well, I'm hoping they make him a badass. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping they don't just like kill, kill them off. Well, they Some can, of these characters. Well, they can kill Cyclone. I, I, I think we're in agreement. Cyclone can go. Um, Adam, Adam Smasher's Smasher, a baby. We're not shed tears over. No. But Hawkman has to stick around. Don't you dare kill Pierce Brosnan. I swear to you. You'll all be dead to me. I swear. Well, there could be another Doctor Fate. Like, maybe Pierce goes down. Well, I know there can be another. You're, okay, you're latched on to Pierce. There is another. Okay, so there have been multiple I gave my people. heart to Bob Pat. There, You're giving your heart to old Pierce B. There have been multiple people to take up the mantle of Dr. Fate, so I don't have a problem with it, but please use Pierce as much as you can before you're like, <laughs> okay, he's dead now. We're going to give it to the next guy. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's all I ask. That's great. That's great. Yeah, love the characters that are going to be in this film. Um, I, I think against Black Adam, right? Like, I don't think I there's going to so. be a team up here. I think they're going to be... Which I um, hope they get wrecked woo, for a little bit, you know? Just just to show will. how badass Black Adam is. Yeah, part of what I really enjoyed with this little bit of footage that we got to see is looks like the footage that we saw is Black Adam being revealed in the modern day. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and maybe I'm just reading too much into this, I don't know that the bulk of the movie is set. In the modern, I don't day. know either. Yeah, so it's got it's got to be. It's an origin story, so that'll be America. You would think, yeah, you would think, but I wonder if it's not like thirty years in the past oh, or something I hope it's along not those like lines. Bad. I hope it's like ancient times, and then something happens, okay. and then he comes back. Because also, at the end of this movie, they have to set up the third Shazam movie, or maybe they they'll just have yeah. Black Adam versus Shazam, and that's the name of the movie, mm-hmm. like Batman versus mm-hmm. Superman. Yeah. Hopefully you don't disappoint me. Yeah. Again. Yeah, but anyways. We'll see. we'll see. Kind of a weird, like just out of all these movies, a weird uh, a weird solo property for Black Adam to be getting his own movie. Like that's just, uh, which one of these is not like the others? Like Shazam makes sense, Aquaman, One Woman, Batman, and Black Adam? Before Green Lantern? Exactly. Um, Green Lantern should have him before Aquaman. Green Lantern should have had one before Shazam. Well, he did. Green Lantern should have one before Black Adam. No, that one doesn't count. We don't count that one. That that one's not real. That was a fever dream. Actually, it doesn't exist anymore. So, anyways, it's just out. It's I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways, <laughs> but anywho, yes, he should have had one way before. Yeah, yeah. And then so. uh, you could make the argument for. And a few other characters probably before yeah. Black Adam. We'll see. Listen, Dwayne Johnson's a great hype man, so he's going to bring all the all the marketing prowess that he has at his disposal to make the movie look cool. I what do I want to say? I, I don't know how confident I am in this movie being outstanding. I think it'll be entertaining. 
Um, I think there'll be some great action scenes. We're going to get some fights, dude. Yep. That's going to be the funnest part. Yep. Or the most fun. Whatever. Yep. Funnest. Good for you. Hey, wait, we're going to bring that we're bring that quality grammar in and then right back out again. Funnest uh, is better. I'm not, I'm truly not sure what kind of like storytelling merit is going to, it's going to have because Black Adam needs Shazam. Correct. Just does. Like we can't just have Black Adam and then Black Adam 2 and then Black Adam 3. It's like, Wait a minute. We, I there that just doesn't work. I mean, Black Adam so. has always been a villain, but he's also kind of like been an anti-hero in a sense too where because he starts out as a good dude, the Venom of DC universe in a way, yeah. but probably less heroic. Yeah. Like more like leans toward the villain. He errs on, on the villain side. Honestly, the villain. Honestly, my best comparison for myself anyways, yeah. I compare him to a lot like Marvel's Namor. Except Namor tends to lean more heroic hero than, side. than villain. And Correct. Because Namor will put his nation first, and Namor's a dick. You know what I mean? Yes. So, and that's where, like... Truly is. And that's where Black Adam sits. Like, he rules a nation, and he's a dick. <laughs> so, that that's, like, my best comparison. Yeah. I feel pretty skeptical about this one. Uh, just from a pure storytelling perspective, I'm not sure what the story is that we're going to get that's going to be really that valuable. I think the visuals are going to be outstanding. Looking forward to that. So I'm not poo-pooing the movie. Uh, I just think there's more more story to be told in the Shazam movie, the Flash movie, the Batman movie. Um, and then we still need to talk a little, uh, little Aquaman. Oh, yeah. As well. Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom. I'm actually excited about that one. I like the first one. What are you What are you excited for, Riles? Because I want to look um, up real quick. I, am, I don't remember when. Big pardon. When that movie is supposed to be released? I am mostly excited for Black Manta to come back because I enjoyed their um, like rivalry is not necessarily the right word, but I like their their like. We're just gonna go with rivalry. That Rivalry's sounds like great. the right word. Yeah. Like I like their rivalry in the first one. Like they didn't, and their fight scene was amazing. If you want to see good superhero fight scenes, Aquaman yeah. won, and I will yeah. take that to the grave. I That was the most impressive part of that movie. It was just, unironically, it was very, very fluid. Like, the flow of those fight scenes, it's a lot like um, the entrance fight scene for um, <laughs> Age of Ultron, yeah. where it just kind of flows. Yep. That's And it, I loved it. I loved every part of it. No, no doubt. For the fights. Action so, scenes in that movie were outstanding. I think... Outstanding and visuals. Same director, so we're going to get the same kind of fights. And it looks like Orm's back, so he's going to bring back Ocean Master. Which I love. Orm I has too. an opportunity to be a great... Uh, Thank you for not killing him off. Character. Correct. Correct. Well done. There could be a really cool dynamic with Orm and Arthur Curry. That is what DC That's is doing great. well for the most part. They've yep. kept their villains alive. They kept the one doctor dude from the first Shazam alive. Yep. Aquaman's Both villain. Savannah. Both of Aquaman villains are alive. Yep. Um, they had... Uh, oh, there's another one. I'm trying to think of the other ones. Cheetah in the Wonder Woman movie. She lived. I haven't seen that movie yet. Oh, well, spoil it for you. Yeah. Well, no, that's fine. She doesn't die. Good. But there's another point. There's another character that doesn't die. Right. I mean, right. they do. They're not that's, to kill off the villains. Marvel, take notes. That's the one thing Marvel fails at. Villains. They don't keep disposable. them alive. It's pretty disposable. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's yeah. just because they don't want to tie them down to like a free movie deal and then not use them. But anywho, 
Yeah. yeah. So I, that's I'm what I'm most forward, excited I'm looking about. Looking forward to it as well. Like the the first movie was, I think, outstanding. Um, when you have the same production team, the same cast coming back intact, I think there's plenty of story to be told. Like the dude is living in the ocean, which is massive, and there's a lot of history of Atlantis that uh, that can be unfolded. So I'm curious where they're going to kind of manufacture the conflict in this movie now that Arthur has come back into the role of king of Atlantis. So what's like what's the threat going to be, right? That uh, where's that conflict? What's Black Manta bringing to the table? That's yep. so powerful. Probably going to be generated a lot by Black Manta, which is great oh, yeah. because that's an outstanding villain. They crushed the design in that first movie. Oh yeah, that talk was about great, beautifully so. well done, comic accurate costume that love looks to see him come super back. duper dopey. Yeah, if done wrong. Yes, and they did it right. Yes, would love to see him come back. Bigger, better, and stronger than ever. Yeah. So, very excited for that. And honestly, I hope they don't bring in another villain because they still yep. have Orm in there that they yep. can use for like a backstabber. Yeah. And then having black, having black mana, that dude should be able to carry your entire movie. Yeah. And I think he will. Yeah. Don't give me another one. And then hopefully, hopefully they kind of you know build. Yeah. I want them to build the Aquaman, like the Aquaman world. I mm-hmm. want them to build the Atlantis world. I want them to show like. The more of the magic side, because that's what Mara is. Mm. You know, yep. she uses yep. she uses more magic than anything. So it'd be kind of interesting to see Aqualad come into play. Sure. So sure. we'll see what happens. Yeah. So not again, not a lot seen from the little bits of behind the scenes footage that we did see. Um, mm-hmm. Mostly just cast members that we uh, that we enjoyed in the first movie. So no, just about. <laughs> nothing about the story and that's fine again there's a year between uh between now and when that uh next Aquaman movie comes out actually December of 2022 so we're over a year out uh, but just excited that they finally uh they finally got that that rolling because uh, you you can lose momentum right pretty quickly if you don't keep pumping these puppies out so here, here's something I would like to see I would love to see if like you're going to do something with the horse, I'm excited. I would love to see in this Aquaman movie. I'd love to see it start bringing these characters together, right? Yes. Flash, Batman, the I think the, Shazam. It'd be great. Wonder Woman's out there. It'd be great to start seeing them kind of come together. Interconnectivity. I think that'd be a really cool opportunity. I think the movie to do that so, too will be the Flashpoint movie. So yeah, so but, holistically, that's that's something I think you and I are both in agreement. Yes. We're looking for is hey, these solo projects have been great. I, I think they really have been. Like Aquaman's been good. Wonder Woman's been really good. Um, that might be it. No, Shazam. Sorry, Shazam uh, was really good. And so they've got an opportunity to keep building. And at some point in the not too distant future, and frankly, it needs to be with this next series of movies. There has to be more intentional. Don't throw them together just to throw them together. No, no. Build, build it in these movies. Yep. Take your time. There's Let's just got to be coming. something. Yeah. So, yeah. and then uh, Legion of Super Pets, or just the Super Pets movies coming out. So that should be good. What, what do we want to say about that? <laughs> That's what I just wanted to That's say. That's it? Okay. Um, actually, really, really funny fact. So I was going through the trailers today to just catch up. There you go. Because I, I, didn't, I didn't catch the like the teaser. Like mm-hmm. I missed Aquaman. Mm-hmm. I missed uh, Shazam. 
So anyways, I was like, oh, yeah, Legion of Super Pets, because I know uh, The Rock is voicing Crypto, and Kevin Hart is voicing uh, (coughs) Ace the Bat Dog, which I was not amused about originally, because I just, I love Kevin Hart, but that just didn't seem like a good fit. Oh my goodness. (coughs) But, dude, on it, dude, by the way, they have John Krasinski in that movie. They also have Keanu Reeves. Just keep that in your mind. Okay? So, anyways, I go to click on the trailer because I was like, you know what? I want to hear what Kevin Hart and Dwayne Rock Johnson sound like for these characters. So the first one I click... <laughs> it wasn't even the trailer. I clicked on a video game trailer. Oh. And by the, it was like the lamest video game trailer. It's like, hey, come with me. And then it's just crypto shooting. Like It looked like a phone game. Right. I, just, I was so mad. It's like... Because I, 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 I did a double take. Because it's like, is this the movie? Because this animation is garbage. It's like, this is the worst. And then, and then it said, uh, like, it had all the video game consoles come on. I'm like, like, well, that was a waste of a minute and a half. But they did show, like, a 10-second like a clip of the animated movie, if anyone's right. curious. Right. I, I might go watch it. There you go. But You know, was, one thing before we wrap up. We haven't touched on. They released a trailer for the Peacemaker show. Oh, I watched that. Did you? Did you watch it? Did watch it. I'm not going to watch the show, uh, and there's nothing against the trailer. I just, I didn't see anything there that I'm going. Yeah, I want to watch that. But that's where I'm at. For me, feel free to take an entirely different perspective. For me, it looks like it's not going to be bad. Agreed. My, I would agree. I, I think Vigilante has a potential to be a really cool character. Yes. The one thing, I think this is probably why you're not attached to it either. Yeah. And this is my one big concern because the only thing they said, he, they're going to have him take out a center. But I'm like, you need a DC villain for him to go after or a DC mm. hero for him to go after sure. to make me care. Sure. Because if he's just going to go knock off a senator, that senator has no meaning to me. So, and maybe the senator, maybe I'm wrong. I haven't done my research. Maybe the senator is an actual DC villain in disguise. Mm. And I don't know. So we'll find out, but that's a good point. That's my whole thing. I think, why, but like him hugging a bald eagle for for a minute is quite hilarious. Yeah, I mean, the, it will be good. It's James. Gunn. Who that character is or was presented to be in the Suicide Squad movie is gonna what we got. Right? And he thinks in he's a, and He thinks he's a superhero. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> if you. If you wanted more of that, that's what you're going to get. And that, and that's fine. So I, I don't look at that and go, this is a waste of time. Uh, but it's similar to what we just touched on briefly, not that, you know, maybe 15 minutes ago, which is, we're getting a Black Adam movie. Huh. Yeah, we're getting a Peacemaker we're show. We're getting a what? Peacemaker show. Wow. The CW is making a Green Arrow show, or has made a Green Arrow show and a Flash show. HBO can't get someone to make a Green Arrow show. That's not what I'm asking for, but that's my point. Right, right. But my point is, HBO can't make a show about Dick Grayson. Nightwing. Well, I mean, they have Titans, kind of. It doesn't count, though. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So, I 
my excitement level is just so minimal for that. I was like, okay. Again, I think I think that's what it needs. Like, you're right. It we needs some kind of like legit DC connectivity for us to really. Like, how high more. were you about Suicide Squad until you saw uh, Starro? Like, I was way more hyped after Starro came in mm, okay. bef- than before because I'm like, sure. well, who are they fighting? Yeah, I don't remember if I had a, a change in excitement level with with Starro. I think I was I just. Did. I remember that for me. I think I was just. Pretty skeptical from the from the get go because it's like the first one sucked. We're doing this again for sure. Uh, so anyway, hopeful that uh, that some of that content that's going to be coming our way in the coming twelve months um, is going to be great. I think part of what's exciting at this stage is that outside of again, as we touched on very early, the Batman trailer. There's a lot we don't know about we the rest DC of the movie. So we've got content, a lot, right, we've got a lot more that's coming down the pike. Very excited to start seeing teaser trailers, to see more revealed, to have more to discuss, more to unravel. But it is good. It is refreshing. It is a it is a crisp tasting of Le Monchello Le Croix. And then to end it, we have Eternals the next time we talk. How about that? That's right. That's right. We'll do a little instant reaction of Eternals for you, so... You ready for that stuff? Very excited for that. But I think that's what we got, Riles. Another yeah, solid episode. That's it. As always, yeah. like, follow, subscribe, share, um, tell your parents, and then have your parents tell their parents. And, right. And then we're really let going it for go. the parents. Really going and for then, the parents. You know, whoever else. Right. So on that note, um, as always, Godspeed. You're welcome.